welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Poll List. My name is Lex, and each week, me and my buddy Murph are going to get together and talk about something nerdy. Let's jump right in. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wednesday Pool List. I am your host, Lex, and this week we're going to talk about a little bit of this and a little bit of that. We got some gaming talk, we have some TV, maybe a little bit of movies, obviously some comic book talk, that's what we're here for. I think mainly we're going to talk about Disney+. Plus. We all know it was coming, this was the week it came out. And as of this recording, or I'm going to try to frame this the right way. It's Wednesday when this comes out. So Tuesday, November 12th, Disney Plus came out. I I I was just going to jump right into it. We're going to talk about that in a second. Again, I hope you guys are having a great day. Uh, We're going to do this one raw and uncut. We're going to keep it very, very short. Um, Yeah, let's jump right in. Alright, let's start with a little bit of gaming news. I don't really have a lot of that at all. We're jumping right now. I was gonna come in and be super official, but I don't have I don't have a super official <laughs> notes or anything. One game that I did play, it's a PlayStation game uh, that came out last week called Death Stranding. I think it's a PlayStation 4 exclusive. What are you I'm sorry guys. It's I don't know. I should have like hardcore facts, but I don't. I do have a little bit of facts. (laughs) See, it's so much easier when I can get in this and just talk and talk and talk and edit it out. But I'm trying to be extra self-conscious because I'm not going to edit this. I'm just going to drop it. Okay, so Death Stranding. Death Death Stranding is an action game developed by Kojima Productions. It's the first game from that production company, or from Hideo Kojima, before they disbanded from Konami in 2015. It was released by Sony and uh, for the PlayStation 4, and it came out, as I said, this month, last week, and, and is scheduled to be released by 505 Games on Microsoft Windows in mid-2020. Uh, I don't know anything about that because I don't mess with Xbox or PC games. The game is set in the United States during the aftermath of the Death Stranding. And I used air quotes. I know you guys can't see it. Sorry. <laughs> Which is called, which caused destructive creatures from the realm uh, between life and death to begin roaming Earth. Players control Sam Bridges, um, Sam Bridges, Norman Reedus. I don't know why. I, I, when I see it in my head, it makes sense, but it's like the Daryl from Walking Dead, pretty much. He's a courier tasked with delivering supplies to the fractured and isolated colonies that remain, and reconnecting them via a wireless uh, communications network. Now, here's my review of this game. I got about 30 minutes in, and I had to stop playing it. Now, don't get me wrong when I say that. It's, first of all, it's one of the type of games that I've been asking for. You know, I don't like shooters. I don't, you know, I don't like mindless PvP games where you're circling maps, doing the same thing over and over and over. I do like story games. I do like really in-depth like RPGs. I, I, I like those games where you craft your character to beat the game. Death Stranding was just way deeper than I was expecting and ready for. It's a gorgeous game for once. The story is just deep. Not deep as in like it has a lot of meaning. So it's just a, it's just kind of a heavy story. And um, 
it's a lot to take in. It's, it's not a very casual game, even though I think I'm going to revisit it very soon and take my time with it. I was trying to, because like when I play God of War, I just played that nonstop, beat it in, I think, three days. Couldn't tell you how many hours, but I, I was trying to take a, a faster approach because I heard that towards the, not towards the middle of the game, because I don't even know when the middle of the game is, but Act 3, the game really expands even more, and the story becomes better, and uh, a lot of people get sucked in then, but it's just like, man, I, I couldn't even get to it, because it, I was, uh, one, I was falling asleep. It's a game that you kind of need to pay attention to, you're going to miss something, and uh, I just couldn't stay awake, mainly because I've just been tired, but <laughs> it's not a game that you can pop on at the end of the night after you worked worked out, took care of the kids and did all that stuff so it's a good game um, I don't know how, how I'd rate it, I need to revisit it it's gorgeous it played great it was just it, in one it was weird, I like weird but it was, it was a lot to take in so if you played it let me know what you think you gotta comment and uh, and tell me if you thought it was good or bad. If you beat it, I don't even know people that have beat it. I haven't talked to I haven't talked to anyone that has beat it. So uh, yeah, there it is. Death Stranding to be continued. All the other gaming news I have would be uh, I'm an old school Pokemon fan, so that game comes out. Sword and Shield comes out Thursday, so that'll be a big game. I think it already IGN already uh, scored it 9.3 out of 10, so that's good can't wait to play it if you got to switch hit me up with that uh that friend code dog other gaming news uh google stadia is less than a week from launch and google is still answering questions about the game streaming service air quotes again you didn't see it i did it i'm sorry and the most pressing question so they did an ama on uh, reddit if you don't know what that is it's an ask me anything people go on there celebrities obviously game creators things like that and then the people of reddit can just hammer away with questions the most pressing question from the fans was the rollout plan especially given the recent revelation that those who pre-ordered may not get theirs on launch day however the rep said that uh the state just made it very clear stadia is a service not just a box system so you can create your account and start playing in your browser as soon as you get the invitation email and uh, I think you get that email as soon as your browser is sent out. So you may not get it, you know, the launch day, but at least you'll be able to access the games, <clears throat> which it comes out. It's a launch day games or it's 12 games. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Destiny 2, Guild, Just Dance 2020, Kine, Mortal Kombat 11, Red Dead Redemption 2, Thumper, Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and Samurai Showdown. They're really hammering away that uh, Tomb Raider game. I haven't played Tomb Raider since the first one on like PlayStation 1. So forgive me if it's really good. I just, I, I don't know. Uncharted came out and it just, not to you know be like a, I'm going with the guy side of it, but it was just, I didn't need two games that were pretty similar. And I'm probably going to get beat up for saying they're similar, but I mean... You know, if I'm wrong, let me know. And yeah, so you'll be able to get it. You know, the community manager even offered to deliver one in the Bay Area personally on launch day. Uh, other tidbits were scattered throughout the eight. Did I say tidbits? Man, who am I? 
were scattered throughout the uh, AMA. Several free features were confirmed for day one, but some will be limited in various ways. Family Link will allow you to set uh, parental controls right out of the box, but family sharing won't come until early 2020. This really sucks, but until then, you'll have to buy your kids' games separately inside their own account, which that's really lame. Yeah, that's lame. You can also start earning game achievements immediately, but a dedicated interface to let you view all of them will come later. Some Google Home and Assistant features like remote starting a game will also be available at the jump, but more features are said to be in the works. So I don't know. I'm going to wait on the Stadia. I want to try it out, but I'm going to wait a little bit on it. Uh, maybe after that, you know, they push a lot of stuff out during the holidays to try to get you to buy, buy, buy. Maybe I'll wait till afterwards. And if it doesn't, you know, if it doesn't take off, they'll price drop it. I'm not trying to be cheap, but, mm, you know, you're rolling the dice with these kind of things. Other features and announcements, like I said, will be announced later. I know they talked about buddy passes, which is kind of cool, it, but it's only for founders, I think. The founder, the people with the founder edition. The Buddy Pass will let you gift a friend a temporary pro subscription if you bought the founder's edition. And that'll be coming about two weeks after the launch. So, I don't know. Google also doesn't have a time set for when it'll outline its lineup for pro subscription games. But that schedule is said to be coming soon. So, I don't know. Finally, this is what I thought was really funny. The Google rep answered the most important question that I've had for him. Uh, and for people that regular regularly use Chromecast, which I don't use anymore because we are like, we're an Apple family and we have Apple TV. So take that. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, so it's if you use Chromecast to watch TV, like a lot of people do. A question is that I again, I wondered what happens if someone starts casting to your Chromecast while you're playing mid game? The answer, as you would expect, is you get booted out of your game. <laughs> but what I thought was pretty cool is that Stadia servers will continue running your game for 10 minutes afterwards while you get it all sorted out. 10 minutes might be all right. You know, it might be enough time to yell at your little sister or a big sister and uh, tell her to get off and then you can reconnect, hopefully. Yeah, Hopefully. That's all I really have for gaming news, guys. If you have any gaming news that I missed, Diablo 3 or Diablo 4, someone just messaged me that they showed some gameplay. That might not be real uh, or true or whatever, but I have to check that out. Haven't, so I'm not going to really talk about it. Um, Yeah, let me know if I missed anything. Let me know what you're excited about. Let me know what you're playing right now. Hit us up. Let us know what we should be streaming. So, um, yeah. Let's jump over to, I don't know, we're going to talk about movies next? Yeah, let's talk about movies. Alright, so movie news. I don't have a lot of movie news. I haven't seen a lot of movies. I don't typically keep up with movies. Uh, So we're going to give you what I got. Alright, the Uncharted movie continues to take shape, so that's cool. Following the news that the Bumblebee director, Travis Knight, well, helmed the film, which, if you saw Bumblebee, it was pretty good. I mean, it was a decent movie compared to the other, you know, declining, entertaining uh, Transformers movies. Uh, It was pretty good. Uh, It's also been reported, I think, today that Mark Wahlberg is set to join Tom Holland as Sully. You know, the older kind of sidekick to... Drake. We'll see. I mean, I don't think it's confirmed yet. I think they're in talks. But 
I think it's cool. I like Mark Wahlberg. I think it'll be a good job as a young Sully because the movie follows a, na- a young uh, Drake. So, and not Drake, the singer. That'd be a pretty funny movie, though. <laughs> uh, oh, it's now official. Andy Serkis will be playing Alfred Pennyworth in the Matt Reeves-directed Batman film called The Batman. It's set to hit theaters June 2021. Reeves tweeted out an animated gif of Circus on the red carpet, high-fiving a bunch of people, and the director wrote, and here comes Alfred. Circus will be joining Robert Pattinson as Batman, Colin Farrell as Penguin, Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, Paul Dano as the Riddler, and Jamie Lawson in a mystery role. So I'm really excited about this movie. I, I hope they don't rush it. That's my main fear, is that they're casting all of these things, and it's cool for me if they're like little cameos, because I don't need a I don't need a, a hyper in-depth movie with all these characters. I mean, we know these characters. Even if you're not a Batman fan, it, it's it's not going to take you... You know, if you see them on screen, you're going to want to look it up. I just hope they don't rush it and jam-pack all these main stories into one movie. Hoping they're going to, you know, kind of revitalize the DC Universe franchise. Which they can if they slow roll it. And hopefully Pattinson's in for the long haul, but we will see. Uh, what else do I got? Oh, I saw Doctor Sleep. Big fan, big Stephen King fan. So I had to check it out. I love The Shining. It's a really creepy movie from back in the day. And um, I don't have a lot to say because I'm going to try to really work on not dropping a bunch of spoilers. I have a few today, uh, maybe one or two. But I'm not going to spoil this movie. It just came out. Uh, but I'm going to tell you right now that Dr. Sleep is not a Stephen King uh, scare your pants off kind of movie. It's a, it's more of like a Stephen King invites you to ponder the nature of evil kind of movie. You know, it managed to be both of those. The movie It, not It. The movie It managed to be both of those. It Chapter 2 managed to not be neither of those. If I didn't even do an It Chapter 2 review, but man, it was, uh, here's the review. It was disappointing. <laughs> Amazing actors. They did a great job. It just, uh, the first one was so good. It didn't live up to the hype. Uh, yeah, that's about, that was a while ago. I don't remember if I reviewed it at all, so I apologize if I did. But there you have it. Uh, nothing that's going to keep you awake at night, but it probably, it's good enough to make you not fall asleep in the movie. At theaters, so uh, check it out. I think it holds truer. So, from what I've heard, is Stephen King didn't really like The Shining. If you don't know, Doctor Sleep is a is a continuation of The Shining. And from what I what I I heard somewhere that Stephen King didn't like The Shining, like the way they portrayed it. And I think Doctor Sleep tried to hold truer to the first book and the Doctor Sleep book because Doctor Sleep is also a book. So, um, yeah, it was, it was an entertaining movie. It just, um, it was kind of slow and it was more like a, uh, reading of the novel rather than a movie. There was some gory moments and then there was, you know, there's some bad moments where I was like, Ooh, that's, that's not, that's like not bad as in I didn't enjoy it, but it was just like, Whoa, dial it back on the, uh, on the, not gore. I don't know what I'm trying to say. It was good, but it wasn't like critically acclaimed. It won't. I don't feel like it'll, it'll gain a cult following like um, The Shining did. 
Yeah. And apologies if this sounds weird. I'm like crouched down in my room, like kicked back. <laughs> Everyone is still awake while I'm recording this. So I'm like kind of hiding from all of the noise of my house. So this will be, this will be an interesting one to hear the varying recordings. Cause I pop in and I do the quick, you know, comic book, every section I pop in and do it at a different time. So they might sound different. I, and you know, next week I'm going to try to get back on taking the time to record, edit, do my thing. But I've enjoyed just going in, recording these and dropping them. They've been, it's been kind of fun and it's been good practice to get back in there. And that's all I really have for movie news. I'm trying to rack my brain. If there's anything that you guys have seen, something that I should see, uh, something that I missed, let me know. Um, and yeah, let's go jump into some comic book news because that's what we're here for, guys. Okay, comic talk. Now, a quick disclaimer. I'm going to... I'm reassessing how I'm going to do the comic talk section of the episode. Every episode of the, po- of the podcast is going to have some sort of... It's a comic. It's called The Wednesday Pulse. It has to have comic talk. I'm trying to really... So we have a multiple platforms. I guess we can get into this real quick. We have multiple platforms that we're trying to put content out on. In the new year, we're going to have one to two, maybe three videos a week full of comic content. The podcast is more of a, just a casual conversation between nerds. Now, I don't want to do like all my news on the podcast and then no one checks out the YouTube or, you know, I do my pull list. I don't want to go over my actual pull list on the podcast because uh, on Instagram, I, I put out my whole pull list and we can talk about it. So I'm going to do some quick, some quick things that I've got because it's also Wednesday and I haven't read everything. It'd be ridiculous. Like I have a job. I have kids. I have a wife. You know, I have things that I do. Um, so it'd be ridiculous for me to read 20 issues within the span of, you know, picking them up from my LCS or reading digitally. It would, it would be a crazy man. So I don't do that. I do, there are some things that I've noticed in hot, not hot moments, but it's, it's fucking weird. <laughs> some interesting moments so far that have caught my eye. Um, but yeah, so we're going to kick people out to YouTube. So if you're there, you don't have to subscribe now, but just keep that in the back of your head that I'm in the, in the new year. Starting the first week of, of 2020, we're going to be putting out content a lot on all these multiple platforms. And uh, I would like you guys to, to get in there and, and kind of, you know, I don't know. You can leave your questions on here. You can leave them on multiple, uh, any of the multiple platforms that we can answer them accordingly you know because if it's something that's cool that if it's a comic question and I, I need reference i can actually on youtube answer it and actually put some of that reference points up whether it be pages from an issue or something like that so i don't know so, like i said I only, I only think of a few moments that catch my eye for the podcast right now until i reevaluate how exactly what exactly we're going to put out for that like today, <clears throat> the event Lothiathan books, it's not something, it's something that I'm like mildly interested in. They've been okay. They've had some great moments, but it's the mystery of who Le- Leviathan is has kept me in it. And the cover of issue six, this, you know, spreads out. It has, you know, it's a cool image of all the characters. And then it also says 
you find out who it is in this issue. Doesn't even, you know, doesn't try to mask it. It tells you, hey, this is the issue. So, of course, I'm like, well, I've been waiting on this. I'm going to check this out. I'm going to read it. So, who is Leviathan? That's been the question that kicked off. That was the question that kicked off the Brian Michael Bendis event Leviathan series, a series that saw various intelligence groups of the DC universe toppled while a group of hero detectives attempted to find out who the mysterious figure was and what they wanted before their plan could be fully enacted and unleashed onto the world. That was a mouthful. (laughs) As the series told this story, it it became pretty clear that the mysterious Leviathan was a manhunter. Which manhunters are, and I could do a whole episode of what manhunters were. They're an old group of, uh, yeah, I don't, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, but Damian Wayne figured out that much of, uh, figured that out in Leve- Event Leviathan number five. <laughs> it's really hard to say. The real question was which manhunter was it? Now, with Event Leviathan number six, we finally have that answer. The mysterious Leviathan was none other than Mark Shaw a former Manhunter, and more recently, a spy. Now, this is where we spin it. If you want to find out more about Mark Shaw and and this actual Leviathan character, go over to Instagram. I'll have a post in the morning, that's Thursday morning, uh, about this character. You know, I post facts uh, daily on our Instagram, and that will be the next one. So, boom, there it is. Synergy. Kicking people over to other sites. Promotion. (laughs) <laughs> whatever, whatever other buzzword I couldn't think of right now. Over to uh, another thing that's been kind of mildly piquing my interest. Uh, Marvel fans were shocked to see Krakoa invaded in the pages of X-Force. In addition to several mutants being hurt and killed, one of the X-Men's leaders was also taken down, Charles Xavier. While it didn't come right out and say it, it was definitely implied, as Xavier's Cerebro helmet was shattered and his hand was seen next to it with blood splattered on the ground and on the helmet. Being that it is Xavier, though, many thought it was a fake out. But as we learn in today's issue, uh, another, not it's not so much a spinoff, I guess it is a spinoff, series Fallen Angels, it's definitely not a fake out. So, that's all I'm going to say. Read it. I don't want to, again, I'm working on my spoilers, y'all. I'm doing it, doing my thing, trying to keep it relatively spoiler free. So let's talk a little bit about, so we did DC, no, we didn't even, this is unintentional. I did DC, I did, that's Marvel, let's talk about an indie-esque book. It's an IDW publishing. Uh, so Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is giving it the newest member of the Turtles family the spotlight. IDW publishing today, Wednesday, as this episode comes out, announced that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Janeka will be coming out. Uh, Brom Revel will write and draw the three-issue miniseries. This this story spins out of the events of the City at War storyline, concluding in December with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles number 100. Love it. I can't wait to get it. If you know me, I'm getting every cover they come out with. Huge Ninja Turtle fan. Uh, Rovel wrote about Janeka's backstory in the pages of Teenage Mutant Ninja, in, the, in the pages of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Universe. In the new series, Janeka is still adjusting to her mutation. At the same time, she comes into conflict with her with a new threat and embarks on a quest that will force her to come to terms with both her, both her past and her present. Ooh, I gotta like take sips of water when I do this. I usually do, but again, I'm hiding. So, uh, yeah. 
it's rough stuff over here, guys. This is cutting edge reporting. Uh, yeah, back over to uh, to DC. Something that another. These are just things that caught my eye. So in the city of Bane storyline, let's. Okay, Batman fans were shocked to see that Bane killed Alfred Alfred Pennyworth in brutal fashion during Tom King's run on Batman. This whole city of Bane storyline. He just snaps his neck. That's kind of a spoiler. Sorry if you didn't if you haven't read it. Uh, some some people were holding out th- uh, hope that Batman's uh, oldest one of his oldest al- allies, if not his oldest ally, wasn't actually dead. Unfortunately, that doesn't seem to be the case. And DC is not only confirming that Alfred is indeed dead, but will explore what his death means to Bruce and the Bat family. That he fought so hard to protect all these years. And this new Batman one-shot, Batman Pennyworth R.I.P. Which is kind of cool. I have the Batman R.I.P. And I I don't have the... Because they, they did Robin as well. Robin R.I.P. So I might try to find that one. And get this Alfred R.I.P. And just kind of have like a R.I.P. set. I don't know. I'm actually going to do that. I do know. <laughs> Well, I've already been looking online. Uh, yeah. That's all I got for comics talk, y'all. Again, if you want my pull list, if you want to talk more about comics, you can. we can talk on Twitter all day. It always pops up. And if you want my pull list, go over to Instagram and post it already. It's only 10 books. Uh, 10 books that really caught my eye. I get more. I get indie books. I try to put a few in there. Uh, but yeah, these would be top 10 books for my pull list. So, um, head over there. Let me know what you're reading. Let me know what I missed, what I should be picking up. And uh, then we'll talk about some TV stuff. TV talk. There's not a lot of TV talk because we're going to jump into the main part of the episode. As our friends over at the Downright Nerdy Podcast would say, the meat and potatoes of this episode. It's going to be about Disney+. Plus. It came out yesterday. Okay, we're going to talk about Disney+, Plus in a second. <laughs> we're going to talk a little bit about TV. And it's it's funny how TV is not so much TV TV anymore, like cable or, you know, anything like that. It's more streaming stuff. You'll have, you're, you will hear more TV news or streaming news than actual things that come on TV. That being said, Netflix's The Witcher hasn't even been released yet, but it's already renewed for its second season. Crazy. It was confirmed this week by Netflix that we'll see the cast of The Witcher return once more for a second season after the first one releases in December. There's no release timing uh, announced or you know for the second season, or there haven't been any updates about the production, but at least it's confirmed. So that it's really hopeful for the show to be good. Henry Cavill, great actor, huge fan of his, huge fan of The Witcher, uh, strong recommendation from my friend Simon, took me forever to get into it because it's such a, one of those heavy games, kind of not like Death Stranding, but it's just like, there's a lot to it, and uh, it, it takes me a second to get in those games, I gotta get in the right mindset for them. Uh, a big news for today, Netflix and Nickelodeon announced a deal on Wednesday, which is today, for Nickelodeon to create and produce original animated feature films and television series based on Nickelodeon's library of characters. Actually, I said that wrong. Netflix will be able to produce those shows. 
uh, based completely on new and well they're going to be shows based on completely new characters as well so it's not just uh, the only uh old characters sorry guys i just jumbled all of that up i threw myself off and i couldn't get it back (laughs) so yeah they're gonna get new characters old characters feature films and shows based on nickelodeon so it's a nickelodeon netflix semi-merger it's not like a buyout or anything it's just trying to team up against the big bad disney maybe we'll get a new doug show that'd be cool you know because they got rocco's modern life they did Invader Zim. Bring back Doug, man. Doug's a classic. I, I wasn't really a fan of Rugrats. Everybody watched it, but I'd rather see Doug come back. What's Doug What's Doug been doing since, whatever, high school? I don't remember. <laughs> and he was a, it was a Disney show as well, I think. Or no, it was a, a Nickelodeon show. Then it went to Disney, so never mind. Maybe Disney will bring it back. What else do we got? TV news. Well, this, this is going to be really short. <laughs> it appears that the, a Friends reunion could finally be in the works. Now, I'm not a Friends fan. Don't get me wrong. I'm a Seinfeld. I'm an Office fan. I'm a Parks and Rec fan. A little bit of a community fan. N- I've never even seen an episode of Friends. Like, not one. But there's a huge following for it. My wife loves it. I don't I don't get it. Uh, according... That's according to the Hollywood Reporter, so let's just blame it on them if this isn't true. Sources say that the prospective reunion special would would be released on HBO Max, another another company that's trying to stack up against Disney. Dang, that's crazy. Uh, It could potentially involve the six core stars as well, so and as well as the original creators. If the deal, you know, has to do with scheduling, I guess the money has to be right, which HBO's got money, so... I don't see why it wouldn't be. But yeah, again, it could be huge for them. I, I would imagine it would be. Again, I'm not a fan, but there is a big enough fan base for it. They paid a crap ton of money. Netflix, Netflix paid a crap ton of money to keep that show on there. Like for a year. So, I don't know. Something that I'm a fan of, Rick and Morty. Their season four episode came out this week or last week. Maybe it might have been this week. Whatever. Uh, season four, episode one, Edge of Tomorty, Rick Die, Rick Pete came out, and it was great. I'm not going to like, go and watch it. I'm not going to do any reviews on it. I'm not going to spoil anything. It's great. Go and watch it. If you're a fan of the show, you're going to love it. If you haven't seen the show, I strongly suggest that you do. Because if you're listening to this, you're a nerd, and it has tons of Easter eggs. And it's just it's going to be one of those classic animated shows that people watch for years. I don't know if it'll have like 30 seasons like The Simpsons or anything, but it's a great show. <clears throat> My voice is going out. It's damn, the damn weather down here. 70 degrees one day, 40 degrees the next, 100 degrees after that. I just can't keep up. What else do we got? Oh, okay. I have a bunch of things that I can't talk about, which it's Watchmen. Still going strong for me. Um, some people, you know, obviously thought they were getting a sequel to the movies which they're getting like a loosely a loose sequel to the original graphic novel or you know comics run Uh, it's good it still got me in my wife's still uh, into it so she's someone that has no context for the movie or the or the you know comic book and she likes it so uh, I'm I'm gonna do a full review on it when it's over so I'll have a full episode dedicated to that and another show 
dark his dark materials came out I don't want to give any spoilers spoilers or anything about that I really enjoy it it's based on an uh, old trilogy uh, book trilogy uh, there was a movie named, uh, called Golden Compass that came out that was based off of one of the books it's good check it out it's got an all-star cast the chick that played X-23 and Logan's in it um, yeah it's, it's good um, what else Mandalorian Whew. Mandalorian even though I'm going to be talking about Disney Plus in a second it's technically a show so I wanted to mention it great <laughs> it's like a western which if you know me personally you know I love westerns I love Star Wars so it's 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 a Star Wars show with the feel of like an old good western and it's got Mandalorians in it so it's oh man what it's I don't know it's a winning recipe and when we were watching it, I, I even mentioned, I said, okay, well, this guy is already significantly cooler than Boba Fett. And everyone loves Boba Fett. I don't really know why. <laughs> he's kind of lame if you think about it. He's better in the books, for sure. But in the movies, he's kind of lame. And this character is already significantly cooler than Boba Fett. Uh, so, any news that I can... I'm not going to spoil any of it. The ending, I was just like, What? But yeah, that's all you get from me. You're probably wondering when episode two is going to drop. They don't they don't have like a set schedule out for anybody uh, or anything about their show releases because I think Mandalorian and then like a High School Musical show musical show are the only ones that are out. But I have news: episode two will arrive Friday, November fifteenth, only a half a week after the first episode drops. So it's very cool. If you're if you're waiting for the next one, it's coming out in a few days. So you got that to look forward to. I got. I'm going to watch it as soon as it comes out. I cannot wait. That's really all I have for shows, guys. So as I say with every segment, if you have any shows that I've missed that I should be watching, let me know. Hit me up. And yeah, let's talk about what we're here to talk about. Disney Plus. All right, so Disney Plus came out yesterday. I Okay, so Tuesday morning, very early in the morning. Actually, it was like midnight. I tried to see if we could download it. Fell asleep, couldn't download it. Got up, as my usual time, like 5.30-ish. Because I got to get up and get the kids ready and everything. And uh, so I just turned it on, you know, just, just before I... Got my day going and uh, downloaded and I said, okay, cool. I'm going to do this. When I get off work, I'm going to be good to go. Blah. We'll talk more about that in a second. But tons of people were so excited about it. And, and rightfully so. It was very cool. And we're going to talk about my review. Let's see. Let's hit some uh, something that I did notice straight off the back. Is the Disney streaming service has the simpsons which we knew i've announced it before that they're going to have the simpsons i'm i think that i'm going to start the simpsons over from episode one and go through the 30 years of simpsons while skimming through i noticed that the simpsons this is a random thing i'm not going to even front i didn't notice this i saw this online but i know they were missing one very 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 famous episode 
It was the episode featuring Michael Jackson as a character. It's rumored to believe that Michael Jackson actually recorded that his character's voice. We'll never know. But it's, it's not on there, which is okay. There's 30 years of other content. But still, cool little fact. Disney also Disney has announced that over 10 million subscribers have signed up for Disney Plus on its first day of operation. That's nuts. That's nuts. That announcement came shortly after new data revealed that the Disney Plus mobile app was downloaded 3.2 million times within the first 24 hours. That is freaking nuts, dog. Freaking nuts, man. I can't believe... Well, I guess I can't believe it's Disney. People go nuts for that stuff. I don't know. Uh, But, okay, like I said, I downloaded it when I first got home. And, uh, yeah, it was just a bunch of... You couldn't get on. And and I thought it was just me. But then I realized the first day, millions of people are downloading this. It's going to crash. They even knew that they were kind of weird. Like, hey, be, you know chill out don't don't go to but you know don't don't be mean to us on the internet because it's a, a lot of people are gonna be signing up for it so it had all kinds of error errors including difficulty logging in and ability to stream app failures shows and movies disappearing from the library as you know a ton of other problems uh, but it, disney plus was the streaming service for almost everything that it creates so you have to understand that there was a lot going on and yeah, like I couldn't log in for the first, I don't know, three hours. Like I signed up, it let me sign up and all this. So it didn't let me even sign up. It said I couldn't do it. About an hour later, I could sign up and I could scroll through a little bit of the, the library. But once I clicked on, like I was trying to watch The Mandalorian, it, it wouldn't even play. Or I said, okay, so it wouldn't let me sign up. Then an hour later, it let me sign up, but then it would let me show, scroll and check out everything that was on there about 30 hour later it let me scroll <laughs> when i clicked on something it wouldn't let me watch it so it was a little while until i could actually watch the mandalorian which i think that's the only thing i've watched on there i started the uh, old earth Advent- or avengers earth mightiest heroes cartoon because it was one of my favorites but there's so many old cartoons that i want to watch uh darkwing duck they had bonkers on there i don't know if anybody <laughs> remembers bonkers Old DuckTales, old Goof Troop, the old cartoon Mighty Ducks where the, uh, there's like a hockey players, but they're also like superheroes. They're actual ducks. And Gargoyles is on there. Oh, man, I'm definitely starting that either tonight or tomorrow. Hopefully that show gets such a positive reception that they bring it back. Doug's on there, like I said, that, you know, I guess it was when he went to high school or something like that. So many great shows. Boy Meets World, huge Boy Meets World fan. <laughs> everyone is I can't wait to dive deep into this um, but yeah I don't know it, it's good that's, that's all I can really say you know what I mean there's one thing that's missing though and this is like you know this is a complaint but it's it's kind of an annoying complaint you know privileged people problems Unlike Netflix, Hulu, and pretty much every other streaming service, Disney Plus does not have any kind of quote-unquote, there's more air quotes, but I said it this time before, continue watching feature. If you're binge-watching a show and then decide to turn off your device, there's no convenient way, uh, there's no convenient list telling you where you left off when you come back. 
At the moment, all you can do is head to the search bar, return to the movie or series homepage, and start from there. If you leave in the middle of a movie or episode, Disney Plus will begin the title right where you stopped watching. But there's nothing telling you which title it is, like episode-wise. So say you're watching the fourth season of The Simpsons, a show, like we said, 30 seasons. And you decide to go to bed after an episode. When you get back on Disney Plus the next day, you'll have to figure out which episode you watched last because Disney Plus won't tell you. Now, that doesn't mean they're not going to change that. They'll probably fix that soon. At, at launch, it was one of the features that were, it was on there. But after so many crashes, I think they just, it was broken. So they took it off. They're probably, re, you know, they're constantly, I'm prob- pretty sure they're constantly working to add some of these features in, more features in, things like that. Uh, let's see. On December, oh, there's... There was a, a bunch of Marvel movies on there. Let's talk. bring it back to comic books a little bit. There were a bunch of Marvel movies on there, but there were some that were missing. I think there were like eight that were missing. But four of them got a release date. So on December 5th of this year, you can watch Thor Ragnarok on Disney+. Plus. I like that one. I know, I know, I know. A lot of people in the community do not like that one. But I love that one. So, and I was disappointed to see that it wasn't on there, but I understand that it was on Netflix. They had this, they had the long you know deal with them uh moving on we have <clears throat> march 4th 2020 black panther joins disney plus which i again that was another one one of my favorites that uh wasn't on there and this one i thought was weird avengers infinity war which is essential to pair with an end game isn't on there and it's not gonna be on there till june 25th that's weird i think these all have to do with the netflix deal because uh Ant-Man and the Wasp, which a lot of people don't like that movie. I enjoy that movie. It's not coming out on... Uh, it was the last one to join Netflix, and it's not going to be on Disney Plus until July 29th, 2020. Oh, man. Give it a chance. A lot of people don't give that movie a chance. Um, in keeping Disney's family-friendly approach to programming, there won't be any rated R projects available on Disney Plus ever, I believe. Any movies... Or TV series that push the boundaries of Disney's typical, you know, PG-13 audience will be diverted to Hulu, which I think they either Disney either owns or partially owns Hulu, and and that includes titles obviously like Deadpool. What I'm interested to see is if that includes the Netflix titles, or will those always be there? Because that's gonna suck because they're Netflix originals that are gonna get booted over. I think they might just get lost altogether. You know, with Marshall Ali playing Blade. That takes his character out of Luke Cage. I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're going to get lost in the sauce. I would like to see them bring Charlie Cox and Jonathan Bernthal back as their characters. You know, Daredevil and uh, Punisher. And I even like the fact that they use Luke Cage in an episode of Cloak and Dagger. So maybe they, the guy that played Luke Cage. So maybe they can bring him back into because he didn't do a bad job. We'll see. Those are things that are years down the line. Um... But, I mean, overall, this is going to be a short review. I don't want to talk... I didn't even dive that deep into it. I did some scrolling. I went to some old shows. Spider-Man, X-Men, X-Men Evolution. I mean, all my shows are there. All the Star Wars shows that I didn't get to watch. Star Wars Rebels. Didn't watch that. I didn't finish Star Wars Clone Wars. I get to watch that. There's another one. Star Wars Resistance? Maybe. I didn't watch that. So, I get to watch all of those. I'm excited about that. Um... Yeah, I'm excited to just lock myself in my house 
and force my family to watch exactly what I want to watch for the next uh, year. I think it might take a year for me to watch as much content as I can. And then the, you know what's going to happen? They're going to draw more content. <laughs> so at the end of the day, the size of the Disney empire is a little frightening. You know? It's... it's Let's... Okay, so... It's, it's not, it doesn't have a lot of grown-up content, so Netflix and the other services out there should still have a place alongside it in the streaming arena. Let's just say that. You know, Disney, Disney Plus is mainly for kids and families and viewers that have that need for nostalgia, like me, pretty much. I hit, you know, all those. I'm a big-ass kid. I have a family, and I do love, you know, I do have my, my nostalgic bone. I do like to get, to get my nostalgia in. And although it does have more than its fair share of good content, and it's going to have more good content coming out very soon, you know, within the year and next year. But the sheer amount of content is impressive right at the start. So hopefully it just keeps going up. And as I mentioned a second ago, their their upcoming content looks great. It includes three new Marvel shows. And I don't know, man. You know, and, and not to mention they have Obi-Wan coming out. The Star Wars show with Ewan McGregor. That, that fool has known about for four years and kept it under wraps. Kudos to him. I basically, you know, I believe this. If their current price holds, which a lot of people don't think it will, and I would understand if it didn't, but if their current price holds, the streaming service is going to be difficult to resist for anyone that, you know, watches movies. <laughs> Ah, man, that's all I got for it. HBO Max is looking real good. And of course, I'm going to get it because I already have HBO. So it's going to be like, what, pay a dollar more to get way more content? Uh, Yeah, I'm going to. I don't know. That's all I got, folks. That's that's all I got today. I'm sorry if it was uh, less entertaining. But we're, you know, we're rounding out the end of the year. We got a lot of stuff coming with the new year. Get your questions in because the first episode of the new year is going to be 2020, 20 questions. I'm answering 20 questions on the episode. It's going to be fun. Lots of laughs, lots of tears to be had. I can't wait for it. And that's going to kickstart the new year full of content. We got YouTube videos. We have instagram stuff going on we got twitch mixer we're just all over the map in 2020 and i can't wait to um hopefully not drop the ball on any of this stuff because i do have a lot of plans for it we got some shirts coming out we just got some made we're going to send out to some people that have been with us from the start but we're also going to open up a shop before the new year ends with shirts i'm going to tie-dye mine for the spring because why not I'm excited about it. And uh, yeah, get your questions in. You know, like, subscribe, 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 <laughs> review, all that good stuff. Uh, thanks for the support, guys. It's been a great year. And we, you know, we took that hiatus in the middle of the summer, but it was something that was just always in the back of my head. Something that I, it's, a, it's like my hobby that I would like to turn into my, I do it every day thing. So let's just keep it going. Let's finish the year off strong. And uh, yeah, I'm going to map out some some more structured content. Not scheduled, not rehearsed, but just more structured. going to give myself something to bounce off of. So with that being said, I'm obviously circling the drain because I'm rambling. 
So uh, I will see you all next week. Hey guys, I wanted to take another quick second and say thank you for stopping by and listening to me and Murph's nonsense. If you really want to support the podcast, take a screenshot of this episode right now and post it on your story. Tag us and we'll repost it. See you guys next week.